0: All right. So this first graphic says moving forward, it will become more and more dangerous for ministries. Very much dangerous. Um, A lot of ministries won't simply survive. Some will be shut down by God because they are nefarious or they're evil or sinful, carnal. Others will be shot. shot. God will shut some ministries down because he don't want to be killed by Satan. They don't have the ability to withstand (laughs) what is coming. So we're going to close you down now. So that you don't get destroyed and become a spiritual statistic. So we got to shut you down. Um, There's something that you need to get used to this word, which is cosmic. Cosmic war in the heavenlies against this world is becoming more and more intense and dangerous. Um, Cosmic has to do, of course, with the invisible or the outer space. The Bible makes it clear that the demonic realm, their headquarters are located right outside planet Earth in outer space. It calls it the second heaven or it calls it the heavenlies. OK, so there is an entire invisible kingdom that you cannot see that is in the realm right above Earth that we call outer space. And Daniel chapter 10, you remember Daniel prayed and the Lord sent that angel immediately and he was met by a demonic army. And where was he? He was met in between heaven and planet Earth in outer space. So the war was played out. And so, you know, this cosmic war in the heavilies where darkness is trying to make its last stand against planet Earth is going to become very much more intense. So the this graphic, it says that many churches, uh, oh, I kind of mentioned this, but many churches never open back up. The ones that reopen mostly are stagnant or failing miserably. You are getting ready to see the difference between those who are called versus those who just like to hear themselves preach. Ministries today are making a lot of noise, but hardly any of it, any of it is God. If it was really God, then we wouldn't have a uh, disconnect Because Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I would what? Draw all. So if they're not being drawn, it's obvious he's not being lifted up because he's not a liar. We are. Next graphic says, when you get to this point where the destinies of souls hang in the balance and darkness is taken over, God begins to look for warriors and kings, not preachers and conference holders. So you've been watching the news. Of course, as you watch the news, the world is becoming more intense by the moment. From wars to, I mean, you just crime to disease to racial stuff to, you know, there's something wrong with society when I can pull up Fox News and, and and see that 19 elementary children were shot by a guy and almost just went past it like it wasn't nothing. And and so we don't have to be afraid of death, but what we have to do is we have to fight an invisible war in in the midst of physical wars. You know, in the midst of all of this, you know, with every war that is fought in the physical realm, you always have men that are always rescuing people and attending to the wounded while the war is being played out. So as we see all of the different type of physical wars begin to play out, we cannot be afraid. We must be bold and we must then operate in the highest level war, which is the invisible one of grabbing souls from out of Satan's kingdom. Because the physical wars in all of the different genres of society are meant to be a blockade, to be a distraction against the ultimate war, which is over souls. And so, uh, so you know, we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to become very, very targeted. I am uh, kind of overwhelmed with how far off the body of Christ is. I just am. And I know y'all keep hearing me say this every week, but I don't care. You know, uh, y'all might get tired of me. S- saying it but i don't get tired of saying it you know um but um so you know you're gonna have to gear up god has chosen us to do something in the face of a battle and he's chosen us to do something that's going to be in the category of the miraculous signs and wonders and um you know so i'm excited i'm sober i'm excited i'm serious i'm not i have a different type of fear the fear that i have is for men I'm afraid for them. You know, I'm afraid for the men that don't know Christ. I'm afraid for the ones that did know Christ at one time, but have forgotten that they're being recorded out of the pulpit. The Christians who have stepped. It's just a very sober moment. And, and uh, we have a chance to restore what the scripture says. And it's just going to be full power. It's going to be evangelism. It's going to be prophesying. It's going to be all of those things. So, so I just want to encourage you because we got to really turn our mentalities towards this and so uh so let's go over this i just gonna i just want let me just read it you know i just want to uh you know i teach on a reward system and yeah i just just what i've been studying and reading i'm just like this is insane it's like this is what the whole thing about Uh, the whole christian experience your whole life is about one moment standing before the throne everything your entire life, no matter if you're dating somebody, if you're single, if you're a kid, if you're a grandma, if you got a business, okay, doesn't is it matter if you're in the stock market, if you're in the crypto, if you're a pastor, if you're a police officer, every aspect of your life is about one moment. It's about one moment when you stand before the throne and then they talk about every moment, one moment that talks about every moment to determine <laughs> an eternity. You know, so I'm going to keep on cranking because I know that if it took me this long to get it and I'm still getting it. I know I got some work to do because a lot of people they are so programmed to just do church I sound like a foreign alien or something to them so I hear stuff like oh it's not that deep oh no Jesus is, is, is a God of equality and, and we all going to get the same and, and I'm like okay so I have to come, I have to, come to the conclusion that I'm, just, I'm getting mine you know, I and let me tell you something. When you start when you start reading, I'm gonna read some of the stuff to you today just go through it, just read it. We're gonna have a lot of Bible readings in the future. We're gonna be doing all type of stuff. Do a Bible reading and just follow our needs and pray. A lot of our services in the future are gonna be us praying about certain things. We can no longer do church services. Everything has to be about weight, fasting, prayer, evangelism. The Bible says that those that win souls and turn many to righteousness will shine like the sky and shine like the stars forever. I want to shine for eternity. Y'all know what I'm saying? I don't need to be faded out. The rappers wasn't the first one who came up with the term shining. It was Jesus who came up with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, but, um, you know, so things are going to be very intense in our midst as we have these new people coming in out of darkness. And we got to have our minds right, y'all. I'm just talking these last few days here. because June 1st. Uh, I mean, June 1st, we cranking. And when I saw that stat though yesterday, that just bothered me. I was just like, what is going on where where 0.01% of the churches are multiplying? Only 13% have any growth at all. The other, what is it? 87%? The 87%! 87 out of 100 churches are either stagnant or going in the opposite direction. So... When Jesus said that we'll be in famine in the last days, I think he knew what he was talking about. Okay, so put up this. I'm sorry. So let's look at Colossians 3, 1 through 4. I'm getting ready to read. Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor of God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life. And your real life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all of his glory. I'm still appalled that I read that scripture for years and didn't see it. Told you to focus on heaven. That's God telling you to focus on heaven. That's some preacher. So the person you are today will determine the rewards you will receive tomorrow. Those who are pleasing to Christ will be generously rewarded. Those who are not pleasing to him will receive negative consequences and a lesser reward. In other words, your life here will impact your life there forever. I encourage you to get this book. I read the entire book. Uh, A couple of other people, Randall included, read the book. And we have determined for me, and Randall said the same, that it's the best book we have ever read on Heavenly Rewards. There was another book, I won't mention the name, that I had you all get. Uh, That was the only book that I knew of at the time. And and I didn't like it because about halfway through, it gets really, really, um, it's just not good for new people. That book is more for mature people. But it was the only one that I knew. So but this book is more than excellent. A 7-year-old could read this book and understand exactly what to do. So I'm encourage you to get this book, Heavenly Rewards by Mark Hitchcock. We'll give you a little bit of time. I may have to call the publisher because when I went on Amazon, they only had 12 left and I ordered 8 of them just to be nice cuz I know some of y'all would order some. You know, but for me, I'm just letting you know. This book is this valuable where I will be using the church money to buy the books and I will be using my personal money. But that's one of the ways, what better way you all to build up heavenly rewards is to get paid, order five of the books, and then when you're out and about, you give it to people. And guess what? They may throw it off to the side for someone else to pick up. That's how someone became a member of our church. We used to pass out these CDs on heaven. That's too funny. Nah, we coming back around to this again. That's hilarious. Okay, We used to pass out these CDs and they gave it to a person in the Walmart parking lot and then one looking at the person just threw it over to the side, and one of the workers at Walmart picked up the CD, listened to it, and then joined the church and been here ever since. Okay. We need to just get the material out there in all forms and fashions, in the physical world and in the digital world. Let the angels worry about whose hands to get them into. Y'all got it? Okay. So the reward system is very important. The reward system is a lifestyle. Of giving what you can't keep in order to gain what you can't lose. It's very important. The reward system is a lifestyle of giving what you can't keep. How many of you know you can't take nothing with you to the other side? So you begin to give away what you can't keep in order to gain what you can't lose. Because the Bible says the rewards you get on the other side, it says you can't lose them once you get there. Matthew 6, 19, it says, don't keep hoarding for yourselves earthly treasures that can be stolen by thieves. Material wealth eventually rust, decays, and loses its value. Instead, stockpile, stockpile, stockpile <laughs> heavenly treasures for yourselves that cannot be stolen and, you will, and will never rust, decay, or lose their value, for your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure revelation 20 Uh, my purpose tonight is to show you these are a few scriptures the few scriptures are going to overwhelm you so much this is an encouragement for you to study this subject if you wait for me to teach it you will move at the pace of a turtle Okay. The reason why I'm suggesting the book, I can take my time and teach the book. It would take me a few months to teach the book, or I can give you the book and speed up the progress. I don't have time to waste. How many of you know you don't have time to waste? Because we didn't already wasted too much time. <laughs> I'm sure all of us have rewards, but Jesus didn't die for you to get some. He said, I I'd die for you to get all. So I need to find out all that I have lost. <laughs> Man I'm not going to heaven I don't care man I mean, If I'm sitting up here Let me tell you something I'm excited Because I know that our church Is getting ready to blow up And be a And all that type of stuff But if I'm sitting up here With five members And I'm practicing everything To get my reward I am good Because <laughs> when we go to heaven It ain't going to be no churches Ain't going to be no Reverend Apostle Oath Lee Turnbull The third esquire Shore. None of that <sighs> I might have to start doing this from now on. I've got a little seat put up here and set up a little higher. No, never mind. Let's keep on going. Revelation 20:12. I saw the dead, both great and small, standing before God's throne. And the books were open, including the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead. Death and the grave gave up their dead. And all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. And anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. You'll find there are two judgments, the judgment seat of Christ. That's for Christians. When you go to heaven, if you are a Christian, you don't really get judged for your sins because your sins are already paid for because you accepted Jesus. Christians get judged based on how many rewards they can get based on how they live for Christ. The unbeliever, though, y'all want to hear something crazy? These books house everyone's works. So for anybody that goes to the other side and they're not, they never received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, nothing about their life was ever erased. So you got to stand before God about every single negative thing that came through your mind, your heart, your actions, your words, every amount of profanity, every amount of every sin, everything that you did wrong, known and unknown. You got to be judged for it all. You know why? Because you never received the individual who paid for it all. And if you didn't receive the one who paid for it all, you got to be judged for it all. I don't need to be judged for anything. All I want to know is, Lord, how much did I get paid? <laughs> hey. First Corinthians 3, 3. It says that no one can lay any foundation in the one we've already laid, Jesus Christ. See, I'm going to keep reading these because people think that because they heard it once that they got it. You can hear something for 40 years and still don't have it. Kenneth Hagin said his favorite scripture was Mark eleven twenty three, 23. And he said up until he died, he was still getting revelation on that scripture. The Bible is in layers. Sometimes you see it with a veil over your mind. You read it, but you didn't see it. You heard it, but you didn't hear it. And you got to keep on digging to find out what's really there. And then one day the Holy Spirit will open up something to your mind. Anyone who builds on the foundation may use a variety of materials. Gold, silver, jewels wood hay straw on judgment day fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done (laughs) i'm sorry (sighs) fire will show if any person's work has any value if the work survives the builder will get a reward but if the work is burned up the builder will suffer great loss the builder will be saved but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames i don't need to get into heaven like i ran out of a burning building I need to, oh, when the saints go marching in, oh, when the saints go marching in. How many of y'all remember that song? I need to be singing that, the new modern heavenly style. I need to do that. Mm-mm. I need them blowing bells and whistles. I don't want to hear that either, but y'all know what I'm saying. I need to hear something. I'm getting into heaven like I escaped a burning building. They, clo- they close in the door, and I just make it in by my thing, and they hold oh, it. They- that's too close for comfort for me (laughs) but look at this graphic it's something over time I'm going to re-preach the entire series the one I have up there is cool eventually I'm going to re-preach it based on newer revelation to make it more smooth, more succinct, all of that but but this is something you need to imprint every single day you get up your words and your actions are being put in all six categories and recorded and building a building in heaven on the other side. That's just insane. That doesn't sound religious. That sounds mystical. You know what I'm saying? But you read it right there. Gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, and stubble. First three of the category of good decisions. Second three category of bad decisions. I know I'm rehearsing, but the next graphic says salvation is based on Christ's work for us because he paid it all. But rewards are based on our works for him. Both sides got to work. The next graphic says our eternal our eternal destination, where we will be, is determined by our belief. Our eternal compensation, what we will have, is determined by our behavior. Man, I'm sorry, y'all. I think I'm preaching to myself tonight. Because uh, the more you read this, you're like, we're going to get paid when we stand before the throne? Religion has taught us we're going to get judged and pounded over the top of the head and God wants to make you feel bad and all he wants to talk about are your sins. Nope, all he wants to talk about are your rewards. Like, where are we being? <sighs> 2 John one eight. Watch out! I want you to let, I, I'm doing this because I want you to actually think about what the scripture tells you versus what a lot of times the sermons are telling you. Watch out that you do not lose what we work so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you will receive your what? Full reward. Because the, the spirit of religion will enter your mind and say, don't you think it's wrong about just seeking God for getting paid? No, because he's the one who came up with the idea. And if he's the one who came up with the idea and it's plastered all throughout scripture, I trust what he said, not what religion says. Because your religious mindset will chick you out of God's best for you. Do I want to say that? Now, nah, I'll keep going. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it if it comes back up so I'm just going to run you through a few so you can kind of get a little overwhelmed in regards to how much stuff is being rewarded first graphic is praise Okay, there are three things that, 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 that you're going to be rewarded with praise, excuse me, position and privilege first one is praise, First Corinthians 4 or 5 so don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time how I many know we need to work on that before the lord returns because he was recording their heart you were recording their actions with god it's not always that they're sinning it's why they're sinning oh lord that didn't didn't. never mind so sometimes there's grace because sometimes hmm, i've met women they were sinning to survive i'm dead serious Okay? I mean I, there's a particular case right now that I know of and I know the Lord is with this girl and she went into prostitution and many different other things it was the only thing she could do to survive you judging her because she's a prostitute and the Lord is working with her because you know the only reason he sees selling her body is because that's the only way she knew to survive I know that's hard but God doesn't judge things the way you do that's the reason why everybody wanted to stone that woman that fell into adultery except for the one who wrote the law about stoning her These laws exist for a reason. So we won't act a cockamamie fool. (laughs) But it's deep. He wrote the law. Not because he wanted to enforce it. But so that you would act right. So don't make judgments about anyone ahead of time. Before the Lord returns. For he will bring our darkest secrets to light. And will reveal our private motives. Then God will give to each one. Whatever praise is due. So. That's one of the things at the judgment seat of Christ is that they're looking for how many ways they can praise you in every aspect of what you did. One of the other rewards is position. Next graphic. It says if we endure, we will also reign with him. He who overcomes, I will grant to sit down with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Revelation 321. Luke nineteen seventeen. Well done, the king exclaimed. You are a good servant. You have been faithful with the little I entrusted to you, so you will be governor over ten cities as your reward. Jesus said this is how the kingdom works. So you see, God wants to praise you. He wants to give you a particular position. And then he wants to give you certain privileges with the next graphic. The third category the Lord will give at the judgment seat is rewards, privileges, and honors. These privileges come in two forms, with the first being crowns. I'm not moving too fast. Let me move a little bit slower. Revelation 311. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take away your crown. Um, The last time I checked, unless y'all got a different definition of things, they only give crowns to people that are kings. I don't care nothing about Miss America. She only wear that thing for a year, and then she got to give it up. (laughs) That's a tear. There ain't no crown. Your crown, it comes with an anointing. It comes with glory. It comes with, you know, I've, I've seen ceremonies about how they, how they have made kings in planet Earth. It's a very glorious ceremony. Everybody has to show up. I mean, he gets anointed with all. They put the crown on his head very carefully, and then everyone has to bow. What is your ceremony going to be like? Some of y'all are re- let me tell you something. Some of y'all are going to be really, really messed up when Jesus bows to you. That's going to mess your mind up but because of how you carry yourself jesus gets on his knees and bows his head to the ground to you it's gonna mess you up some of y'all think i'm lying he's not gonna do that okay you'll see you'll see i'll give you i give you a small hint there are many other ones i'll give you a small hint didn't jesus say for those that are faithful he said that the marriage suffered on the lamb he said i'm gonna put on an apron and serve you personally i will be your waiter as you eat it can you imagine sitting up here first of all you're blown away at the table because it goes on forever everybody is dressed i'm gonna do a i'm gonna do a uh i'm gonna add one little session on the type of clothes that we will wear lord opened up my mind in the scripture in the old testament and showed me the type of clothes that you'll be wearing uh ain't no three-piece suits up there No, no no none of that that's poverty okay but, but can you imagine you're going to be blown away at all of the different type of dresses and outfits? Y'all, we will be wearing we will be wearing crowns, turbans, headdresses like they wear particularly in India. Probably the people in India got, are probably the closest to it. The Indians and Pakistanis, boy, when they, do, uh, when they do a party, you don't know what's going on. There's so much glitter and gold and, and flowers and lights and dresses. When Indian women get married, they have to have at least four to five dresses. Yeah, my wife gets indian clothes and indian ladies are up in there and and congratulations on your marriage why are you getting 16 dresses oh because we changed throughout the ceremony indians got that down pack you see them girls got on more jewelry than mr t y'all remember mr t man it's just like the nose jewelry and <laughs> glorious just turbans and full of color that's poverty compared to heaven so everyone's dressed like that you don't even know what you are eating you're like can i eat this forever? <laughs> Can I take some of this home? Y'all got a to-go plate, you know, some Tupperware, something. And you are sitting up here like, I have never eaten anything like this in my life. You know, it won't be silverware. You don't even know what utensils. I mean, does the food feed you? Uh, You know, y'all understand what I'm saying? I mean, this is, and and, in the midst, you all blown away, and then you know. And watch this. And then your your wine glass is a little bit low. And as soon as you realize it's low because you thought it was low, there's someone there with a pitcher to fill it. And you look up to say thank you. And it's Jesus smiling at you. You're like, I'm not ready for this. Take take me back to the gate. Can we start this all over? That is going to blow your mind because Jesus is the ultimate. Here's another hint. Jesus did not say follow me because I'm the son of God. He didn't say, follow me because I can do miracles and I can cast out demons and I kick Satan out of heaven. He said, follow me because I am lowly and meek. That's the definition of Jesus, a God that's lowly and meek. So much so, he won't have a b- problem bowing to you in honor because of how you carried himself. Y'all, how many of y'all watched Lord of the Rings? How many of y'all saw the last one return to the king? You remember what happened with Return of the King? Because of how those boys carried themselves, the king himself made everybody, including him, bow to those boys. He's showing it to you in the movies. But, so I don't, I don't need Jesus to bother me. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's not something I'm looking forward to. That makes me very uncomfortable. So I just want to get my full reward. Some of you are going to be, as soon as Jesus bought, some like, "Uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, you're going too far, Jesus. You're going way too far. you find out what real honor is like on the other side. Okay? So, there are five type of crowns. Because he said, be careful that you don't lose yours, but there's more than one. The first one is called the incorruptible or imperishable crown. Also known as the crown of mastery or discipline. This reward is for those who consistently practice self control and master the temptations of the sins of the flesh. Show it to you right in scripture. Let me make, I'm going to go, let me, upstairs, y'all, we'll go slow because I want them to be able to take pictures. And Marcee, remind me to upload my notes to the sermon. This stuff is in the Bible, folk. And I don't know which one is, you know, which one is crazier, the fact that you could have got a crown or they give you one and you didn't even know you had earned it. (laughs) First Corinthians 9.24. Isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win? But only one received the victor's prize. Yet each one of you must run the race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practicing constant self-control in order to win a laurel wreath that quickly withers but we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever for that reason i don't run just for exercise or box like one throwing aimless punches but i train like a champion a champion athlete i subdue my body and get it under my control how many know that's hard but the results are wonderful. So that after preaching the good news to others, I myself won't be disqualified and I don't get my crown. Don't think I'm getting one because I'm preaching. <laughs> it's, uh, it's only if I'm preaching what he wants me to preach. I'm not trying to go to heaven and they look at my sermons and they say, you didn't preach nothing of what we asked you to preach. You like to hear yourself talk. You like amens and claps. You like to pat on the back of people saying it was a wonderful sermon so they could come back. I don't need that in my life. Or my eternal life, in fact. Y'all got that. That's the uh, incorruptible, imperishable crown. The next one is called the crown of righteousness. You get it immediately, but you can lose it if you're not careful. Because the moment you give your life to Christ, they make you righteous and make you holy. At the moment of salvation, every believer receives the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Without his righteousness, we cannot be saved and enter heaven. The crown of righteousness is a special capacity to enjoy righteousness given to those who eagerly look for the Lord's coming and live a righteous life in view of this fact. 2 Timothy 4, 7-8 through I fought the good fight, I finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me. The crown of righteousness. There it is. Which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Hey, may the grace of God be with you to look forward to his appearing. I don't lose no type of crown. The next one is called the crown of life. Every Christian receives eternal life. The crown of life is the sufferer's or martyr's crown given to those who faithfully endure, persevere, and hang in there under the trials and test of life. And including the greatest test, which is martyrdom, which means you lose your life because of the faith. They're trying to move slowly but surely over here with that. I know, um, you know, not all Democrats are evil and not all Republicans are good. But there is something dark on the Democratic Party. I don't care what your grandmama told you very dark you know um several members of the democratic party when these kids got killed yesterday um members of the gop uh said that we're praying for the families a couple of members of the democratic party said f your prayers your prayers have done nothing in the 20 years to help any of these school mass shootings These are very ignorant, demonic people who are very stupid and dumb because they know nothing about the invisible realm or the things of God. It is our prayer. If we had 20 situations, it is our prayers that prevented 2,000. Hmm. But they wouldn't know that because they serve the devil. These are individuals that's quick. Watch this. These are individuals that want to get rid of guns to save children while at the same time killing them. I ain't interested in what you fools got to think or say. I ain't, that's a very sad thing to go before God with that. But anyway, <laughs> I don't even know where I was at. Oh, yeah, so modernism, you see that more happening overseas. But we'll see. Hey, let me tell you something. Don't ever be afraid. If you ever find yourself in a scenario like that, don't you reject Jesus Christ. You can save your life. That's a trick for you to lose it. You don't want to denounce Jesus over anything. Well, they were getting ready to cut my head off. Let it be cut off. You're getting ready to go to a place that you would never want to come back from. And and, and sec- first of all, is that if they slice your neck off, you wouldn't feel it, no way. It's too fast, you wouldn't even feel it. And um, uh, But Jesus told a particular man, he said, even though you don't feel it, he said, we snatch your spirit out before the blade hits your neck. You see the person killed, but you can't see the person who lived and left. Yeah. Yep, that's what he said. We would take the sting out of death the problem right now with christianity is that they're too afraid to die they can't be bold they too they're afraid of sickness and disease they're afraid of this they're afraid of that they're afraid we got to be careful for what? Ain't no such thing as a king that's careful a lot of times the king is careful so that his subjects don't get killed he's not really worried about himself but y'all understand what i'm saying we have a boldness problem about christ because she doesn't know god she knows herself she knows herself is scared and we're not preaching boldness. We're preaching, I don't know what we're preaching, but I don't know. So, y'all got that. James 1.12. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those that love him. Next one is the crown of rejoicing. The soul winner's crown. The crown of rejoicing is the soul winner's crown will be given to those who win people for Christ or turn many to righteousness. You get them saved on the street. You bring them church to get saved. You try to help them get their lives right, turn from wickedness, turn from sin, all of those things. First Thessalonians 2.19. After all, what gives us hope and joy and what will be our proud reward and crown as we stand before the Lord Jesus when he returns is you. <laughs> it's crazy scripture right there. He said there were rewards and crowns given out because we got you saved, because we turned you to righteousness. God has a use a person in most cases. Philippians one. therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. You are the crown I receive for my work. You, not my preaching, you. As Oedipo says, God doesn't pay preachers, he pays laborers. what did jesus said he said the harvest is plenteous he didn't say the preachers were few <laughs> he said the workers were few i can't get nobody to witness to the loss everybody just want to go to church and hear a sermon oh lord how many know we changing that Amen. i was programmed with that he was programmed with that we were all programmed with that but uh, that programming is over we're about to go into the matrix part two ain't gonna be the bold version easier never mind crown of glory now the crown of glory is actually the shepherd's crown the shepherd's crown will be given to those pastors elders and church leaders who lovingly graciously and faithfully feed lead guide and oversee god's people now let me say this you can fit this category you don't have to be a pastor there are some pastors that are not shepherds and there are people who have no title that are If you keep going and do a Bible study with your next door neighbor, if you have a mentoring group online, if you have a house church, you fit this category. If you have a small Bible study with ladies or men at your house every once in a while and you follow up with them, that is the process of shepherding. And the Bible says that those who do that well, well I'll read the first scripture. I'll read the scripture, actually. First Peter five, two through four. Care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And when the great Shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. This is some serious stuff, ain't it? I wish I'd have heard this when I was a kid. But it's never too late to get it right. Hey, I used to want Jesus to come back yesterday. Uh, I'll wait. Okay. <clears throat> Next one it's giving. Matthew 6 4. Give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. So when you give to the church, you give to people, don't broadcast it. Don't get on social media doing a selfie with the homeless man you just gave a sandwich so that your likes can go up. There's one rule about rewards. It's like a master rule. The more people don't know about you doing it right, the more you get rewarded. Motive. Okay. Giving. So, he rewards you. Next one is praying. When you pray, go away by yourself. Shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. So, you get a reward for your giving in private and other types of giving bible says he that gives to the poor lends to the lord i will repay him lord talks about tithing says what you sow you shall reap all of those things then it talks about praying when you pray in private one of the benefits of praying in tongues is if you if you can only pray in english you can go and go so long but if you can pray in tongues we're going to talk about that if you can pray in tongue man you can say you know what man do y'all know what i do i'm like lord i literally before my prayer time now lord i want to thank you for the reward system And so I'm now going to spend time praying in tongues so I can build up rewards and manifest your perfect will. There's another side of this that's deeper I'm going to teach. I'll just mention for a second quickly here. Y'all noticed that in the Old Testament, God kept telling Moses about the temple. He gave him every dimension. It was perfect. He, I mean, he said, use 75 pounds of gold just for the candles. (laughs) 75 pounds of gold just for the candles? (laughs) 75 pounds of gold? just for the candles exact measurements and he kept on telling Moses over and over again kept on telling Moses over again he said make sure you build it exactly how I tell you to build it okay so there's this principle I'll talk about it later where there are things why did he kept telling Moses keep telling Moses build it exactly how I told you he kept on telling him don't deviate from it one inch Build it exactly he gave him details to the curtains god seems to like pomegranates a lot pomegranate i don't like pomegranates the way they did she loved them okay maybe i need to go back and try it again okay and so but he loves pomegranates he loves olive oil i mean and, and the stones and the gold and the silver and i mean the stuff that he used and the materials and the dimensions the roof he would talk about use this particular animal skin and dyed a particular color you know, we're talking about gold, silver, and jewels. You'll find that God's favorite three colors are blue, purple, and red. You'll see him using those three colors in the area of royalty. Okay? And so he constantly did that. Constantly did that. So one of the things that what God was doing was, is that what he was having them build on planet Earth was, uh, uh, was what was already existing in heaven. And so one of the things that you find God will do is he always looks for a habitation or a tabernacle amongst men. So in order for you to carry my presence, I need to be able to come down there and not think I left. So in order for me to do down there what I can do up here, y'all gotta build it down there like it is up here. Hence Jesus' prayer. Thy will be done in earth as it already is in heaven. I got that. But the bible says in the new testament we are the tabernacle and the bible says when you pray in tongues you are building yourself up that's why the more you pray in tongues the more presence of god you carry because you're building yourself in the exact dimensions that you should be in heaven jesus but i'll teach that later so these are deeper things but You know, we read the Bible too shallow. I'm still shallow, trust me. I'm just trying to be deep. (laughs) All right. So praying. Next one, fasting. When you fast, comb your hair. Wash your face. Put on some lotion. Take a bath. (sighs) Then no one will notice that you are fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. You know, sometimes we do things and we want people to know how long we prayed. And we want people to know, yeah, I've been fasting. It's hard. Ooh, it's hard. And you just want somebody to tap you on the back. And Lord said, mm, don't do that. Let them people think you're getting ready to go on vacation. Oh, y'all ready for the next one? Submitting to your employer. Colossians 3.22 let every employee I had to use the passion translation because the other translation used slave and the slaves back then were different than the slaves that we have in the modern times um, it was a completely different type of system but when people see the slave or the slave they get all shaky and everything So, but it's, in modern day term it would be employee let every employee listen well and follow the instructions of their employer not just when their employers are watching and not in pretense but ten- good morning manager how are you today? But faithful in all things. For we are to live our lives with pure hearts in the constant awe and wonder of our Lord God. Put your heart and soul into every activity you do. As though you are doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for people. Why? For we know that when we will receive a reward. Man, you're going to get a reward. You think you're getting. Man, let me tell you something. Let me just finish this. You will receive a reward and inheritance from the Lord as we serve the Lord Yahweh. The anointed one, a disciple will be repaid for what he has learned and followed. For God pays no attention to the titles or prestige of men. So the next time they tell you how much you make an hour, don't say $20. Say, I make more than you can count. Apparently people not even working at the bank. We got, we go, we, when our bank accounts with the top banks in, in Atlanta. And now you gotta make an appointment because there's no employees enough to work. Now they're paying twenty five dollars an hour to be a bank. I said to my wife, I might need to give me a side job or something, because this is insane out here. Don't nobody want to work. So what happens when you just give people free money so that you can win elections. But anyway. So imagine that. When you go on your job tomorrow morning with an attitude. I'm not let me backtrack when you go on your job tomorrow morning singing the praises of the Lord going in there kicking the door open first one up in there lunch is 30 minutes you take 25 they give you (laughs) yeah y'all are terrible let me just go on past that. they give you a project you don't want to do the Bible says do that product, pro- project as though Jesus gave it to you everything about your job they're watching you the scripture says pretend like Jesus is the CEO of that company they said you're going to be rewarded think about that you're going to get a paycheck on your job once or twice a week you won't get one forever when you stand before the throne he didn't say nothing about what type of company it was. He said, if you work for that company, he said, when you go to work, do it as unto the Lord because he said, you're going to be repaid and you're going to get an inheritance on your job. I wish I had known that. I may have, maybe I wouldn't have walked off the dealership parking lot when I didn't want to sell cars anymore. They're still looking for me. <laughs> I didn't even go back to get my final check. I was done. But had I known this, I would have gone the proper and need, you even heard me teach stuff you've heard me teach this across the pulpit when you get ready to leave, leave because when they want to let you go they don't give you two weeks notice therefore you don't have to give I have to change that now I'm just so sorry for, I got to <laughs> repent and say Lord I'm sorry <laughs> shouldn't have told my people to do that <sighs> y'all laughing, I'm serious man next one, serving people in need this is crazy because I gonna just give this one scripture. If anyone gives you even a cup of water because you belong to Jesus, I tell you the truth, that person will surely be rewarded. That is insane. If you're going to be rewarded just for getting somebody a cup of water, what are you going to be rewarded with if you cut their grass? Give them a ride to the grocery store. Give them a ride to or from church. Pay for somebody's groceries. You know what I'm saying? Give them a kind word help somebody whatever it is all of those by all pay somebody's bill the bible makes it clear that every little good thing you do for someone you're going to be rewarded when you put all these things together you all you can see how you can be cranking on the other side and stockpiling treasures and you can get up every day and look how to do this on purpose i go into walmart now looking (laughs) you understand what i'm saying suffering for his name what blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the son of man instead of you crying when that happens be happy yes he said leap for joy for a great he didn't say a reward a great reward awaits you in heaven and remember their ancestors treated the ancient prophets the same way we keep trying to avoid persecution and the bible says rejoice and dance and jump up and down like you won the lottery because apparently you have. Let me tell you something. When God tells you, how many of you know, if God tells you to leap in joy over the surprise, you might want to leap in joy over the surprise because apparently when you see the surprise, that's how you're going to act. So he says, do And so it's, quit worrying about people talking about you. I've been a little bit too careful myself and I'm going to move away from that. Now you do have to use wisdom and don't let the enemy pull you into something where he then has the ability to shut down your voice. So you have to be crafty and use certain words and how you do certain things. Sometimes you need to say darkness instead of the devil. It's little things you got to use wisdom, okay? But 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 you know you know they can't stand you on the job because of Jesus. <laughs> and Bible said you sitting up here moping. I don't want to go. They can't stand me. And Jesus is telling you it's not you they can't stand. It's me they can't stand. And every day they, every day they can't stand you is every day I'm setting aside rewards you should be looking forward They're like, why is she so happy all the time y'all don't even know y'all helping me get paid what is she talking about I don't know you know she crazy with all of that gospel Jesus stuff but it's something about her we sad she glad she's smiling and we frowning they gave us pink slips we was cussing and she was shouting something wrong with that crazy lady but it's something about her craziness that I want I wish I was that crazy too. don't be concerned about them talking about you the bible says rejoice be happy they're not going to always like the prophetic word they're not going to always like what you gave them in counseling they're not going to like the instructions they gave you in inner healing and deliverance they're not going to like what you told them to do when it comes to stop sinning they're going to talk about you and talk about you like a dog but unfortunately God is recording them while he's stacking up for you Mm. Ooh, we you know, we got some living to do And what's so crazy is Sometimes you may not have opportunities to do What someone else can do Remember I showed you the picture of that woman in That woman's house in heaven That big old pink mansion with diamonds And all Jesus said about her was She was faithful to prayer Just be faithful Hey get a list of things Get a list of people Get a list of churches And, and that's what you can do Just pray That's why the Lord allows you to be rewards In so many different areas Because not all of us can do the same thing can't be judged for working if you retired you know what i'm saying anyway oh sacrificing for jesus matthew 19 29 everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and, and will inherit eternal life so anything that you think you walked away from jesus Jesus said, you're going to get at least 100 hundredfold, and you're going to live forever. That's crazy. There's sometimes you got to leave a person or them or a group or a job or a church or a pastor. Sometimes you got to leave a neighborhood. You know, ain't nothing worse than leaving a bad neighborhood for a good one. And all of the people in the bad neighborhood tell you, you ain't keeping it real. You're, yes, I am. I'm just going to a real nice neighborhood. That's what I'm doing. You know, these people crack me up. They want to drag you down. I don't want to stay down there. Y'all go ahead and stay up in there, and we're all everybody shooting and all that type of stuff. They were sending me the, sending that to us in Detroit when we left. You want to stay here and help us turn it around? Nope. <laughs> Ain't my job to turn it around. It's my job to do what I want to do. Anyway, okay. But I want you to think about that. When Jesus promised you, you're going to and and, and, and the other scripture, he said, "There's no man that's left land that won't get a hundred times as much land." <laughs> what? Oh, everybody say, pray for me. The next one is blessing your enemies. <laughs> he said it twice. But look, look, at, look at this very carefully. Love your enemies, oh Lord. Do good to them. You must be crazy. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. You lost your mind, Jesus. Oh, I didn't read the next part then your reward from heaven will be very great and you will truly be acting as children of the most high because he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked Hmm. now let me get something right here now I understand some of y'all have come from churches where they tried to send you to hell every single day Jesus said I'm kind (laughs) to the unthankful and the wicked so I need you to act like me so when they do you wrong Don't do wrong back. Be good to them. Bless them. And I got to give them a loan. They was talking about my mama, Jesus. She is crazy. And I understand that. But you got to forgive them. And you got to do good. And because that's so hard, we'll make your reward very great instead of just great. So the harder it is, how many know? It's hard to not return the favor when somebody did you wrong. But because it's hard, we're going to give you a bigger reward. How many know? It's hard To not smack back, clap back, and hit back when they're persecuting you. And because it's hard, we're going to give you a greater reward. Man, I can do this. Why he's smiling so much? The more we talk about him, the more he smile. He says something about we were helping him getting paid. See, it's a good thing. I don't know this working on the job because I'd be crazy. They'd be like, we got to fire him. Fire me. I dare you to fire me. (laughs) But let me tell you something. When when um, When I first went to Bible school, I had to leave my Regular job water department I was at that time it was pretty good money. I was making around forty eight fifty thousand dollars a year, which is pretty good money for like a twenty three twenty four year year old back then in eighteen. no uh, no i didn 't say eighteen um started to say eighteen hundred so and so um friend of mine uh Dave Bluen, and uh italian brother he uh he was the when he joined that church, I was the first guy that met him. So we became friends. We went to Bible school together. I left that job. He was a manager at Best Buy. And they hated him. And so they illegally fired him. And I watched him. And I watched the conviction on their faces. When after they fired him. The next day. He came in with gifts. And he came in with flowers for the ladies. And gifts for the men. Because he was obeying the scripture. Do good to them. We don't know what the Lord stacked up. You should have seen the convictions. I was just like. I don't know if I could do this, bro. Now, I could now, but back then I didn't have that type of, uh, never mind. Sharing your time, talent, and treasure. This is a lot of blessing, ain't it? First Timothy 6.17, teach those who are rich in this world to be ashamed of their money and that it is a sin to be rich and they're supposed to give it away so that God can be pleased. It didn't say that, did it? It said, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure. Ain't that something? if you're rich you can use your money to store up treasure that's the purpose of being rich so you can store it up you're rich down here producing riches up there which are riches down here by doing this they will be storing with their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life hmm. how you treat others Hebrews six ten. for god is not unjust he will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love for to him by caring for other believers as you still do we have people here that they constantly visit people who are downtrodden sometimes can't come to church we have a lady by the name of ethel for years she has visited senior citizens and people who couldn't come to church and done little bible studies with her and different things like that and so crazy she used to be a part of a church and the church went down to the ground, finally closed, and they blamed it on her. She's very broken over that because she was like, Why would they blame the church on me? Because that's what people who that's what people do when Jesus closes it down. <laughs> the Lord told me again this week on the way, he keep telling me he said, He told me to give her a word that uh, uh, her eternity is set. He just needs her to finish well. And he said, She good. She she been faithful for a long time she's been doing this type of stuff that's hard that most people won't do and she let me tell you something you better believe you've been faithful when the lord speaks about your reward before you die yeah he said she is let her know he said she is set he made sure he said this all she has to do is finish same thing elijah told elisha he said what you asked for is very hard but you want to be here till the very end how many of you know? You can do that software download on your phone. Uh, how many of you know? It doesn't work when it gets to 99%. It only works if it gets to 100. What did I just read? Oh, how to support, how you support others. This, this is all stuff that the Lord is rewarding you for. We're almost done. Wait a minute. This, well, we're almost done with the sermon, but we're not, we're not almost done with the reward system. How you support others in ministry if you receive a prophet as one who speaks for god you'll be given the same reward as a prophet that's very mysterious if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness you will be given a reward like theirs do you know what he's saying that if you receive me as your pastor you go here you trust and believe that i hear from god and you serve here and everything and and you receive me as your pastor do you know what the bible says it says if you're faithful to do your part you get my part too type of reward system is that that's what it said i'm gonna read it again if you will receive a prophet not give him money if you receive a pastor not give him money there's nothing wrong with sowing into a man of god we're not talking about that okay don't get me wrong okay the bible talks about the bible says if we sow to you spiritual things ought we not receive your carnal things we're not talking about you just want to be a blessing to someone the lord told you to sow into someone we're not talking about we're talking about how you get the reward it's just by receiving them oh this is a hard one hospitality I read something in the heavenly reward book and the guy said another preacher said hospitality is like fish he said it starts stinking after three days I was like what instead oh man I'm going to have to turn around for this one Let's, I'll, I'll, I left our part of the scripture so I apologize but it says when you throw a dinner or a party it says don't invite your family members and your friends and those who can throw another party to repay you it then picks up here instead invite the poor the crippled the lame and the blind then at the resurrection of the righteous God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you that's why I don't loan money to people because there's a reward for giving people money not loaning them people money If I give it to you, God will repay me. If I loan it to you, then you repaid me. But here it says, now it doesn't mean you can't invite your family members. You know, I mean, a lot of times for Thanksgiving, my wife and I will look for people who are less fortunate or don't have anyone to invite to our home, you know. But Jesus said, when you throw, he said, learn how to throw parties for those that are unfortunate. Learn how to throw parties for people that don't have any place to go. know, quit worrying about you and your fanciness and all your holiday stuff. Look for somebody who may not have anybody. You know what I'm saying? He said, if you do that, when you stand before me, he said, I'm going to repay you. Next one is humility. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. I can go on and on. These are just a few. How I mean, you know, this is enough to make you go home and read yourself to sleep. Get up tomorrow morning. You know what, y'all? I think I'm going to quit my job. This might be a good day to exit stage left like Elvis Presley and me go out here. And again, this is the reason why What's the Chinese, Chinese gentleman name? That left his mega church. Fra- Francis, Chan. Francis Chan. People were just like, why would a pastor leave a mega church? Because he found out about this before I did. Now, he didn't have to leave the mega church, but he's like, I'm done. He said, I'm done. He said, I want to get my reward. He said, and basically what I have built, I can't do it based on what I built. So I'm going to give that to somebody else, and I'm going to go out here on the streets. Been out there ever since. Some men can't do that because they like temporary rewards, they don't like rewards forever anyway so let's close it with these these are promises these are these are these, we don't even know what these are i'm gonna just read them revelation 2 7 anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches to everyone who is victorious i will give fruit from the tree of life and the paradise of god so that's a promise that's a reward when you eat that fruit after that you can't die it's impossible only way you can die is if god can question is how many you know this is not no apple Okay, you talk talking about fruit that's on a tree in heaven. What does that thing taste like? <laughs> I'm like, would you like to try something else? Uh, no, I need about a million of these. Okay, but this is, okay. what does the fruit taste like that after you eat it, you can't die? I like bananas. It's not a banana. <laughs> this is something else. It's amazing this stuff is in the Bible, isn't it? Yeah. Revelation 2.17. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven. Now, this is hidden food. You know how you go to a Thanksgiving dinner and your grandmama made five sweet potato pies? And you say, grandma, can I put two of them in the trunk? Or you do one of my moves. You go into the fellowship And you uh, fix your plate like you gonna eat. Then you take it to the car. Then you come back and fix your place like you are gonna eat. Anyway, (laughs) I don't even know where I am now. I'm giving y'all some money. Oh. Oh, there we are. Anyway, did I read the second one? Whoever's victorious would not be harmed by the second death. That's Revelation 211. So that's how many know that's a reward. You can't die. That's the best reward. That's Revelation 211. Revelation 217. Anyone that is to hear must listen to everyone who is victorious. I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven. And I will give to each one a white stone. And on that stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it. Everyone say password to another dimension. One of the things that the Bible does when it talks about high level technology, it uses old and it uses old age, ancient language. But think about it. He said, we're going to give you a white stone and on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it it's a password to what revelation 226 to all who are victorious who obey me to the very end everyone say the end to them i will give authority over all the nations everyone say kings they will rule the nations with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots in other words Uh, they got to do what you say. They will have the same authority I received from my father and I will also give them the morning star. Now the problem with morning stars is that in scripture, um, uh, stars as well as in our modern day language, planets are called stars. So we could be wrong. It is at least a planet or a universe or it is something beyond that. But he said, I will give them the morning star. Morning star, evening star, afternoon star. I want one of them stars. Revelation. Y'all, This is, we're reading this, but this stuff is actually very insane. It's beyond your ability. What do you mean you're going to give me a morning star? I was good just being able to live forever and eat that fruit. You're going to make me a king? You're going to give me a universe? Revelation 3.12. All who are victorious will come pillars in the temple of my God, and they will never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God. And they will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. So the name of Jesus is an old name. Jesus is, watch this. Jesus was a new name for him when he came to planet Earth. But when this all wraps up, he's going to get another name and the name of Jesus will be his old name. Probably never used again because that was his name for planet earth (laughs) it just alrighty then we're almost done revelation 321 those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne now you're going too far just as I was victorious with me with my father and I sat with my father on his throne these are promises these are all just some of the rewards it's already too much so that's enough let's read these last two revelation 313 Write this letter to the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the message from the one who has the sevenfold spirit of of God and the stars, seven stars. I know all the things you do Mm. and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. He's talking to the church, by the way. When you read this, he was talking to the churches. He said, you got a reputation for being open, but you're actually closed you got a reputation for being alive, but you're actually dead. Wake up. Strengthen with little remains, for even that which is left is almost dead. I find that your actions do not meet the requirements of my God. Go back to what you heard and believed at first. Hold to it firmly. Repent. Turn to me again. If you don't wake up, I'll come to you suddenly as unexpected as a thief watch that he said if you don't wake up I'll come and you won't expect it which means if you do wake up I mean no we woke but this is a different type of woke than the other folk that woke the folk in the world talking about they woke they're not asleep they dead last scripture Revelation 22 look i'm coming soon he didn't say bringing my judgment with me he said i'm bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to what they did that's crazy and you're gonna have to get that on the inside of your mind the past is the past and the lord will forgive you of everything in the past this is so unfair on our end because we did nothing to deserve it. He will forgive you of everything in the past, and you can get up tomorrow morning and say, "Lord, everything that I do, I'm waiting for my husband to say something stupid so I can give him a kind word and just smile because I know you recorded me." I'm waiting for my wife to get on my nerves. Y'all laughing already. Y'all need to. Y'all better get the revelation of this. It's, man, I'm serious. That's what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not praying to I'm just saying that I'm very conscious. <laughs> I'm extremely conscious of. I mean, i have always, you know, my, my I mean, you know, my wife is the one who judges if I'm a good husband. My wife will tell you I'm married to an excellent man. In her eyes, I don't mean in Jesus' eyes. I'm striving for perfection. I want to be able to get that individual that nothing irritates me. I've been watching myself in traffic and, and I've never been a type of callous individual and negative speaking individual, but I'm just watching everything now because when you tell me I'm being recorded and I'm going to get a reward, I am believe that. But it's also a great incentive to be the best person that you can be because now it's worth it. It don't matter if your spouse doesn't do the right thing. You do the right thing because when you get to heaven, you're not going to be married to that individual. Because the Bible says you get changed into something else. Jesus said you're going to be like the angels. And Paul said you're going to be like Jesus. And watch this. If Jesus gets a new name, mm, I'm pretty sure we will too. Because his name was picked by his father and he still gets another one. Yo was, was picked by your crazy you know, parents and, 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 and you know what I'm saying. Do y'all realize how many names up there exist that you've never heard before? That are beyond beautiful. I think names like you know, I mean, I mean, all my daughter's names, you know, Sophia, Moriah, Rachel, all those beautiful names. Different, different names. I like the, I like the name Anna. I mean, those are beautiful names. I mean, you know, my daughter Elizabeth. Her name in Hebrew is pronounced Shiva. It's Shiva. Hebrew is a very beautiful language, you know, but but can you imagine what the language sounds like in heaven? <laughs> Can you imagine how we will talk? See, one of the most beautiful language. I, I like French, I like Hebrew, I like Arabic. Um, and they can be very beautiful languages at times. Um, but can you imagine what the language is going to sound like in planet Earth? I don't know if we're going to know everyone's language or everyone has to learn a new one. Or do you instantly know it? Because they say when you go to heaven, they say you communicate by thought, not by words. I mean, it's a very, very and we get changed so all that I said was do the right cause don't let your husband and your wife drive you crazy <laughs> she's got to say that because you're going to get a reward for how you handle that unfortunately sometimes we marry the people that's giving us the ultimate test but when you get to heaven some people are like thank God you're not going to be married to them <laughs> I should have say this type of stuff <laughs> but you got to be eternally minded y'all know what I'm saying and, and but if I can get both married couples to carry themselves like Jesus watch them every day, y'all won't have any marriage problems. You know, and I always tell people, you know, oh man, if you would just simply talk to them the same way you did when you first met them in the first two weeks, everything would be good. <laughs> now every little thing that he does and says gets on your nerve What? I th- uh, <laughs> What you want, woman? <laughs> what? That's not how you talk to her on the first date. We got our work cut out for us, Garnett. I don't know what we're gonna do. Did I even finish reading the scripture? Yeah, he said, "I'm coming. I'm bringing my reward with be to repay all my people according to their deeds. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, first, last, beginning, and the end." Blessed are those who wash their robes. Blessed are those who start cleaning themselves up. Blessed are those who start getting themselves together. They'll be permitted to enter in through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. But outside, the ones who don't make it in, you all in the category of dogs. Sorcerers, every form of witchcraft. Sexually immoral. Murderers. More people have been murdered from a person's heart than from a gun. <coughs> As well as more adultery has been committed from the heart than in person. The murderers, the idol worshipers, and all who love to live a lie. The Bible says that your real life is in heaven. And, and, and you're creating that life there. And you really need to get this, folk. You really need to get this. You need to understand that right now you are creating your afterlife. Someone said it's like a painting. You paint, you paint, you paint, you paint, you paint the picture. And when it dries, that's it. That's the picture. And right now, you're painting your life. You're painting, 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 painting. And when it comes, when this time clock runs to zero, that's it. You got to live based on what you created down here. And to this day, I don't understand. There's a lot of things I don't understand about this. I don't understand why the body of Christ doesn't know the number one thing. When you study it, it's obvious that the entire Bible is all centered towards. I was reading the Old Testament again, and I was amazed at how many of the prophets and their visions and their revelations are all centered towards one moment, the end. The whole Bible is centered towards one end, one moment where you cross a bridge where your entire life was you creating another life, and then you live that life that you were creating. No, I can do this. And you can do this too. Quit worrying about the past. Okay. Let me tell you something. If you think about the past, we're gonna all be depressed. We should trying to rub each other's backs and everything. Come on, brother. It's gonna be all right. I know you didn't do nothing for thirty years. You know, man. And here's the you know, here's something crazy, y'all. I can't remember what I did. I've been living right, but just because I've been living right don't mean I've been building up rewards. there are small things that I remember that I've done but I do know that had I known this I would have done like 90% more so but guess what y'all we just got to be grateful that we're hearing it now because for the life of me I don't understand why most people on the planet will never hear this so take advantage of this take advantage of a moment get the book okay you have to order it you know um, I'm going to probably call the publisher if you can get extra books, get them we'll hand them out, get them to everybody because we got to learn this stuff as fast as possible but really, if you really think about it just get up and make sure that everything that you do, you do it as though Jesus is watching you that makes it easy that makes it very easy okay And um, but Satan try to confuse you and put thoughts in my mind I've had to judge myself why do you have a problem doing this? why? And I had to, had to judge myself. This is unfair and it's an unjust balance. You want to do this over here, but you don't want to do this over there. So I have to talk to myself. And I realized that God is going to be mad at me, but I could possibly lose out on something great if I don't do this. Okay, The harder it is, the greater it is. Okay, so. But I'm glad. I'm extremely grateful. Not only for learning this, but being able to be a church, y'all. Y'all. Well, we're about to multiply And uh, So I'm good Y'all good? It's 830 So I just wanted to Hit you with this And uh, I'm very grateful I don't know why I keep saying that But I am We're going in a very dangerous territory And the reason why the Lord has taken us in a dangerous territory Is because we're very strong Extremely strong But we all have to be careful if you're going to go into evangelism, you got to be very careful, because Lord the enemy is going to let you just come into his territory and kidnap back what he took. If you're going to be praying, expect your mind to be crazy. Okay, if you all to prophesy and operate in the prophetic, you got to be very careful, because uh, Satan has a special hatred for them because they can unravel in a moment what he's been working on for a lifetime. Inner healing, Inner healing and deliverance are two very dangerous ministries. They are, th- they are the two most dangerous ministries at a church because they are doing hand-to-hand combat with what Satan's been working on. He's been working on somebody for 40 years, and here you come give a word, and now it's done. They've been living it on the inside of this person for 50 years, and here you come and wrangle them out in one moment and wipe everything clear. And you think they ain't going to retaliate against you in your mind? If you live right, they're not going to get you with sin. You just be feeling goofy all the time. Feeling crazy all the time. Just feeling unworthy all the time. You give a word, feel like you failed the word. You preach, you feel like you're Lucifer. I mean, you do a session and now you feel like you need one. That's the warfare that has to come against you. That's the one thing Satan does. If he can't get you with sin, he gets you with crazy. He makes you feel crazy. And you gotta get used to just you gotta say you know what lord i did my best i did my best so i gotta ignore how many because there are a lot of people that they get sat down because you gotta learn how to deal with the monster of depression they're gonna they gonna they gonna, dep- they gonna depress you to try to produce a hold hold them down make them just feel bad and it'll come out of nowhere you just and the more you keep going the more they keep going because they can't do nothing else with you except but but, and 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 guess what you are not um what's the word Uh, when you're shielded from something you don't have different you are not immune to that you don't have diplomatic immunity when it comes to that i'll just use that phrase because jesus didn't jesus was fasting and praying for 40 days and satan was in his head for 40 days one of his main disciples peter Jesus made a statement. He said, y'all, I'm getting ready to fulfill destiny by dying. And the Bible says Peter didn't speak to him. It says Peter pulled him aside, away from the group. Hey, don't be saying that, man. You're not getting ready to do all this. This is not getting ready to happen to you, man. You're going to be good. Jesus looked at Peter and spoke to Satan. They're going to be in your head. That's why the Lord had me bringing back the word, the word, the word, the word. You got to stay solid with the word. And you got to question yourself about everything. You do. Because, y'all, we are on the front line of the front line when th- uh, we think about it at a bare minimum we in the 13% so guess what Satan don't need to attack the other 87 <laughs> they not doing nothing they're not going anywhere so focus so we got billions of demons fighting the 13% and the 13% all of them are growing it's not because they preaching preaching the truth some of them are growing because they're just pulling a bunch of numbers through carnality focus on the ones that look like Jesus, kill them. Focus all your resources. We've been trying, they're too strong. They wanna pray all day, they wanna live right. They believe in holiness. They casting us out every time we show up. They give them prophetic words. They preaching the truth. The truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. They doing all of that, singing songs, singing in the spirit. Bringing stuff from heaven, humbling themselves, fasting, and then something happened. That's the most scariest thing in planet Earth. What? Um, they have connected themselves to the guy that kills you every day, Bishop. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh man, now they even got stronger in the spirit because if you receive a man, you get his reward and you get his grace. No. They standing around the parking lot right now, trying to figure out how to break into your car. I'm just being facetious, you know what I'm saying? They just, that's so what they told me. They said, we're looking for every crack with y'all. Demon told me, he said, the force here is too strong. We had demons come from other churches. Where you come from? Such, such church. <laughs> were you a first time visitor or something? What is going on? <laughs> you can't always trust what they say. But but Devon was right with me when that thing told me. He said, the force here is way too strong. He said, we've been trying for a long time. He said, we've been trying. He said it. He said, Satan knows he can't beat you. But he's still gonna try. He told me, he said, we're looking for every crack. And they find a few every once in a while. Okay. But I um, mean, you know, if an ant fires a way into your house through a crack, you just go get some raid. I believe in killing bugs. It was one, so had a strange occurrence. It was a, I like ladybugs, and I'm done. I like ladybugs. And it was one in my bathroom, right there on the counter. And I said, little ladybug, I hate to do this to you. Because I like y'all. I was literally talking to the book i really hate this to do this to you but i have women in this house and they don't like books so i am so sorry i'm gonna have to send you back to where you came from hopefully i'll see you on the other side maybe you can give me a ride around heaven or something i'm sure you'll be bigger and <laughs> let's go ahead and stand I love studying it, but I don't like studying it because it makes me feel so numb. It makes me feel so numb. The fact that God is allowing us to hear it, the fact that God has allowing us to change everything that we've been wanting to change, been wanting to change it, just had to get a bunch of stuff out of us, it's almost scary to see how, just what's going on. But there's some things with God, you just got to roll with it. You can't be scared of it. Some of y'all are newer, some of y'all are older. You just gotta roll with it. The things of God can be very intimidating. They can be, because we're in the midst of a war. So let's lift our hands. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. We don't even know how to say thank you, except for just saying thank you. To be grateful, O oh Lord God, for what you have done for us. There are so many things, oh Lord God, as we see how good you are to us, what you have made available unto us, which you have allowed us to restore and walk into. It causes us to have more questions about other brothers and sisters and others in this world. So oh Father God, that is not really our concern, That's yours. Our concern, O oh Lord God, is to take advantage of what you have given us. Because maybe you gave it to us because others have lost it. Maybe you're just giving us a chance. Maybe we're in a long line of people, oh Lord God, And it's just our turn now. Either way, give us the grace to take full... Just give us the grace, O Lord God, to take full advantage and maximize what you have given us. Thank you, O Lord God, for getting rid of of the numbness. The numbness is the feeling that comes when you cross the bridge from religion over into kingdom reality. The reality, O Lord God, that we are kings... The reality, O Lord God, that everything that we do and say, how we carry ourselves, is being put into a reward system. Help us, O Lord God, because our feelings and the religious mindset wants us to say that this can't be true. That we're part of a reward system and not a religion. That you're bringing your reward with you and not your judgment. We have been taught, O Lord God, so much that you are a mean and an angry God. It is very difficult to believe that you died for us without us asking gave us the Holy Ghost without it asking gave us your name and gave us your authority and then on top of that have the nerve to then build up rewards for us and give us the greatest challenge to give anyone let's see how much you can get so Father we ask that you would help us to get us all thank you Lord God for pouring out grace upon your people to help us get it all thank you Father thank you oh Lord God help us Get it all in Jesus' mighty name.